Hi, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. This is Love Letters Addressed to You, and I'm your host, NB. It has been kind of a long time since I've uploaded a recent episode. I apologize. I've just been so busy with work, and I've just not been able to get to sit down and record another episode for my podcast. And I'm hoping that I'll have more time now that my job is over to spend more of my energy into this podcast. So let's hope that is my 2024 resolution. So this episode is a really special one for me. So the topic we're covering today is healing. And that is so subjective to a lot of people, but I feel like everybody goes through it. The biggest thing about healing that I've learned is that it's okay to heal in your own time. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. I have always thought that my method of healing is the best method of healing, but it's really not because healing is so subjective. Healing for me is like reading a book. So I read a lot of self-help books and there's so many self-help books out there that you can read that are just like so insightful and they've helped me through every single situation. I'll actually give you some amazing self-help book recommendations that I would recommend to anybody going through a hard time in their life who need a little bit more encouragement or just need some help with their healing. And these are books that I have read that have gotten me through really tough times. So the first one, oh my goodness, I love Brianna Weist. She is one of my favorite authors and I don't really say that very often like with music I'm not an artist person I'm a song person and with books I'm not a author person I'm a book person but Brianna Weist her books are amazing she's the author of the really famous 101 essays that will change the way you think that one of course it's famous for a reason I would recommend it to literally anyone and everyone it's amazing and she also wrote this other book that I actually read before 101 essays. It's called When You're Ready, This Is How You Heal. And that was like my jumpstart into self-help books and my healing journey. So those two books from Brianna Weist, I will literally recommend to anybody who, number one, just need a good book rec, but also number two, need a little bit more encouragement in their lives. Another recommendation that I have is a book called A Gentle Reminder by Bianca Sparacino. Sparacino, sorry. And that one's a super easy read. It's formatted so well. They It's like straight to the point. Each page just has so much insight into them. So that one is also super easy read. You could honestly finish that within maybe like an hour or two. And it's amazing. I love it. And then the last one... It's not much about healing like the other three are, but I think it's just such a good book. It's called Don't Believe Everything You Think, and it's by Joseph Nguyen. I haven't finished it, but it has been so revealing, and I'm currently reading it. It is Why You're Thinking is the Beginning and End of Suffering. So if you're like me and you're an overthinker, this is a book that I would definitely recommend you reading. But yes, those are some of my self-help books that have helped me to heal. And that's one of the ways that I tend to heal. And it helps me because I feel like I'm not alone. It makes me feel very seen. And these books are just so insightful. So I spent a lot of time reading while I was healing. Another thing that 
you probably could have guessed is listening to podcasts. <laughs> and I already mentioned it in my intro episode, but when I was like doing a lot of healing and self-discovery podcasts like this one have helped me so much to grow and to feel less alone. So I definitely recommend some podcasts. The best podcast I've ever listened to that helped me through so much is the podcast I Missed Me by Mafia and Zuris. It actually is the inspiration to my podcast and the way that I speak on certain topics and the way that I even edit my podcasts. But it's so good to anybody who needs a recommendation who likes, I guess, my kind of podcast. Another one that I recommend is Date Yourself Instead uh, with Liz. Amazing. Those two definitely got me through the hardest times. And then I also listened to a little bit of other podcasts like Between You and Me by with Alex Adams. I even listened to Women Evolve podcast with the one and only Sarah Jakes Roberts. Love her, by the way. Those podcasts are my tried and true, never let me down podcasts that I listen to. So those book recommendations and those podcast recommendations equaled what I basically did during my healing journey. But if that can help you, I would, you know, those are so worth it. I definitely recommend. But not everybody likes reading and not everybody likes podcasts, which is totally understandable. And people heal in different ways. So it's really subjective, depending on the person and what you like to do. And it doesn't matter whose method is right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. It's what helps you the most, whatever you want to do. There are so many things you can do to heal, whether it's literally just reading, listening to a podcast, working out, watching movies, eating, traveling, spending time with friends, spending time with family. There's literally no blueprint on how to heal. So I've learned that there are a lot of different ways to healing, and that is all okay. Another thing is that I also needed to understand that healing is also not something that is done I guess like quickly it is not done in the blink of an eye it takes time and it takes effort and there are so many different ways to heal like I mentioned before but I also have to mention that some may be unhealthy depending on the person some people may resort to alcoholism they may even turn to drugs to heal and that is something that is common in this world. I feel like a lot of people turn to alcoholism or they become alcoholics because they want to forget. Most of the time it really is like that. I think a lot of people turn to drugs and alcohol because they want to cope with what they're dealing with and I think that's the general consensus that people have come to. I do not condone it. You should never be turning to substances to help you cope with anything. It's going to do more harm than it is good but I do understand, like, sometimes you might just need a beer, you know? Just go out with your friends. And I do understand that, but it has to be in a way that is healthy. If you are not healing in a healthy way, you are not healing yourself, you are hurting yourself. Anyways, that's a line that I must, must draw. A lot of healing is going to look different than the way that people heal around you. So the method of healing is going to be different from the way that you heal compared to the way that your friends heal. But it's also the duration of time. 
I think when I was going through really tough times, I would try my best to hide it from other people. I would try my best to pretend that everything was okay, pretend that I'm over it, pretend that I moved on. And I just didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to seem like a burden. I didn't want to seem like I was too hung up on it. And that actually did so much damage than good. It's not that I didn't have people to go to. I had so many friends and so many family members that were literally willing to just sit and just listen to me. But I always thought that that would be a burden to them and that they did not deserve or deserve my baggage weighing them down. But I began to compare myself to other people during my healing process. I used to compare myself and be like, why am I not over it when that person got over it so quick? Why am I still hung up on it when that person's not even hung up on it? And this would be the intrusive thoughts that just consumed my mind. I would literally be beating myself down because I believed I was not healing quickly enough and that I was being a burden and I wasn't being happy enough and I wasn't being grateful and all of that stuff. I think a lot of people can relate to what I'm saying right now. You know how like someone's like, oh, like you're not like yourself lately or like, oh, you're not, you don't seem like as happy as you were before. Well, yeah, because that's, it's because I'm going through something. But a lot of people, I feel like sometimes expect you to be the same, expect you to be constant every single time you meet them. But that's literally not how life works. So I used to compare myself to other people and like other people would be like, oh yeah, I had a similar situation. I got over that in like two weeks. Oh yeah, I got over that in like a month. And I would still be here on like month four to like feeling like it was fresh, like it was yesterday. That is also very subjective because I take things to heart pretty easily. I'm a pretty sensitive person and I take things personally a lot. And that's something that I've been working on but I also needed to realize that I don't have to apologize for feeling a lot but I've learned that you cannot compare your healing journey to others whether it's the method of healing or the duration of healing because healing is so personal to you you heal on your own time and you do not have to heal on other people's timelines that's their timeline that's them let them do them you need to focus on you When I was healing, I was focusing on everybody else and comparing my healing journey to everybody else's when I didn't realize that I should have been spending that time to myself. Who cares if I'm taking like months to get over it? It's personal to me. I'm still working through it. It doesn't matter if I'm taking months. It's just the way that I deal with it and just the way that I work through these kinds of things. You don't have to worry about oh my goodness, that person was telling me I'm not healing quickly enough because they got over it in three weeks. And yes, I feel like some people will be like, oh, you're still not over that? That's a little unhealthy. It's hard. It's hard. And once you get that like person that says something about the way that you're healing and how slow you're healing, it pushes you to not share anything anymore. It's not for them to judge. They have no right to tell you whether you are healing quickly enough or whether you're healing too slow. It is not their decision and it is not your fault. You can't heal quicker or slower because you heal on your own pace. So when you think that you're being a burden or when you think you're not healing quickly or slowly enough, don't listen to them. 
They don't know you like you know you. You know exactly what you need. Do not let other people be pressuring you to heal at a certain pace, to heal with a certain method, because that is not going to be beneficial for you. But I feel like I need to make a disclaimer. It's important, yes, to heal on your own timeline. And the thing is, there is no other timeline to heal. There is only your timeline. Other people have their own timelines. You have your own timeline. But I think it's important to really just be aware and to not just sweep it under the rug and or get too hung up on it, which is just refusing to move on. There is a difference between healing on your own timeline and there is a difference between actively sweeping it under the rug and refusing to move on. When you heal on your own time, you're healing and there is a duration for it where you feel like you have to move on. And when you feel like you have to move on, that is when you move on. You cannot prolong the healing process and you cannot keep on mulling over it because that is just damaging to you. You've already healed. You're just refusing to move on. Then there's also sweeping it under the rug where you are just going to pretend that it just doesn't exist. And you're going to sweep it under the rug until the rug gets huge and you can't even dismiss it anymore. So you have to face that eventually. So there is a fine line of healing. There is a fine line of making sure that you don't just dismiss it without acknowledging it. And there's also a fine line with acknowledging your healing has ended and you are to move on. I feel like a lot of people don't get that. But yes, healing has different methods, different durations, and that's okay. I think it's also really important to note that it is not linear. Healing is not linear. You are not going to have a linear progress of healing from day one to day 30. You're going to feel fine one day and then you're going to feel like trash the next day. And that's just how it works. And that's okay. It doesn't mean you're falling behind. It doesn't mean you're moving too quickly. It's just the way that it is. Healing fluctuates. Emotions fluctuate. It's okay. You could literally be like going to your work like you have done every single day and each ride to your workplace is different. You're crying one day, you're singing songs the next and that is okay. That doesn't mean your healing journey is whack. That's just not what it is. I feel like healing has a lot of emotions and it's okay when you are crying for the two hours and then you're laughing the next two hours. That's all right. That's how we cope. And I think frankly, there's nothing we can do about it and that's okay. You can literally be sad the next day. You can be happy the day after that. That's just how our emotions work. We're humans. That's what makes us who we are. A lot of people have the notion that healing is linear. So when people say, oh, like, I thought you were over it. You said you were over it like yesterday. Yes, I said I was over it yesterday, but that's how I was feeling yesterday. Today, I'm feeling terrible. Today, I was reminded of this. Today, I felt like this. And that's okay. So when you say like, oh, yeah, like, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. And the next day, you're not feeling better. And people are like, I thought you were feeling better. Yeah, I was feeling better then. But right now, I, I don't. And it's okay to change like that. I don't think people understand that. I think people expect you, once you're feeling better, to continue feeling better. That's just not how it works, you know? So, like, after I was going through some hard times, I used to, like, go out. Like, this was during university. I used to go out. I used to have a lot of fun with friends. I was, like, laughing, you know, and went to classes and stuff. And then I would come home, and my room would just be empty. And it would just be 
me in my empty room with my thoughts. And that's when I would break down a lot. And then I have to go out like in the next two hours. So then after I just broke down for two hours in my room, I don't feel as good as I did like a couple hours ago. It's all right to change. It is all right to just feel good and then feel bad and then feel good and feel bad. It's just the way life is. So that's what I used to do. And I used to think that there was something wrong with me because I was like, oh, I was doing so good yesterday. I didn't even think about it. I wasn't even sad. I was having so much fun. And then now today I got really sad. It's okay. I used to beat myself up for that. I realized that that's just the way that life works. You can feel fine tomorrow. You can feel terrible tomorrow. It doesn't matter because you're still working through it. That's the thing. So that is my take on healing. <laughs> I think I went over like, I, I think this is just a roller coaster of a podcast. I went through so many things on this one topic alone. And I feel like I, I hope I made sense because I was just going on a rant and I was just going on a tangent. But yeah. Another thing about healing is that we think of it as like, oh, it's so annoying. I have to like do all this work to feel better. But I also think it's just super beautiful. I think the time of self-discovery and it is a time where you really like have to focus on yourself, which I think is amazing. Because if you don't focus on yourself, then are you really healing? And you can focus on yourself in so many different ways. That's why healing is so subjective. But I think it's also really beautiful. I think it's beautiful how we try to mend a heart that's been broken or try to rewire our brain from thinking a certain way to thinking into a better way. I think it's so beautiful that we have like a whole process. I don't know. I know healing is really hard when you're going through it. But I think in the end, you become like so much better. I think you become so much more wiser and so much more sure of yourself. I think everybody needs to go through a process of healing and they'll learn a little something about themselves. I don't know. It just seems like it, it sucks when you're going through it. I know it literally sucks when you're going through something and nobody wants to go through that. But like after oh my gosh, you feel 10 times more grown and so much more sure of yourself and just more confident. Like, I don't think I would be where I am today. Heck, I would not be making a podcast if I didn't go through my healing phase. Are you kidding? See, so I feel like healing just propels you into the next stage of your life. And I think that's just amazing. But of course, it sucks when you're in it. I know. But I promise you, you'll move on. Time does heal as much as people overuse that. And as much as I know it never helps you in the situation, time does help you heal. And honestly, I feel like people turn out for the better if they heal properly. Just saying, if they heal healthy. I feel like a lot of people don't cope well sometimes and have bad methods of healing. But please, please heal in a good way. Okay, well, that was all I had to say today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.